Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Thursday, February 22nd. I'm so grateful to be reading for you today and I pray that as we read, we would see God's work and His worth. Before we move into the scripture, I'd like to recap a little bit of last week. Last Thursday, we talked about the sign of Jonah, and Jesus said, I'm not going to give you any more signs except the sign of Jonah, which was preparing them to know that his death and resurrection would be like Jonah's rescue. It would be of the most divine nature, that his coming back from the dead would be a divine rescue. Then he teaches that the way we see things impacts our experience. And he goes into many woes on the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who see the practice of the laws and the rules, the washing of hands ceremonially as what is most important. And Jesus is pushing in and saying, no, there's a heart level engagement of seeking to be pure before God, of bringing justice, of being the kind of people who shepherd the flock. That is what is most important. Then he gives us lots of images, and I like this because I'm a visual kind of person. He talks about the leaven of the Pharisees just a little bit, getting into the lump. It messes it all up. He talks about the sparrows and how if God doesn't forget them, he will not forget us. And then he talks about the Holy Spirit giving the people words in times of trial because he knows what is coming for them. When he is raised and ascended into heaven, there will be dissension over who Jesus is. He reminds us that anxiety over things that are of lesser importance in this world is something that we should guard against. And readiness in things that do matter is what we should ramp up on. And in today's passage, we'll talk about the universality of judgment apart from repentance. So he is paving the way for this idea of repentance and belief in Jesus, our Lord. Luke chapter 13, we'll read verses 1 through 9. There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those eighteen on whom the tower of Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on manure. Then, if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, 
you can cut it down. What is going on here in this passage? Well, Jesus is refuting the idea that great suffering and death was an indicator of great sin. He's debunking the idea that these Galileans and those that fell in the Tower of Siloam were in some way not in God's will, in a way that they were in God's will. These people were eager to regard themselves as more deserving of grace than those who died. And the fig tree is a parable for what is going on in the hearts and the lives of those to whom Jesus is talking. He's saying, you have an escape judgment because of your purity. It's because of God's mercy. The point of this passage is that we all need to be those who turn in repentance. We change our mind about who we think God is. God is not some kind of hot-tempered man knocking over towers. God is merciful, and He tarries in judgment so that some might come to repentance. Today, I'm praying for a specific friend, and you might have one as well that you want to pray for, that has not yet repented of their sins and come to know the saving grace and embrace of the Lord. So we lift up the names of those, Lord, that we know who we want to call out to you today. And we pray, Lord, that you would just continue to be merciful and that you would tend the soil so that they might see more clearly your worth as Savior and Lord. Psalm 123 is a short one, and that's probably a good thing because I've been yakking a lot about the Gospel of Luke. The title is, Our Eyes Look to the Lord Our God, a Song of Ascents. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maidservant to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than enough of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. What a way to end with verse 3. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us. Our eyes look to you as the eyes of a maidservant look to the hand of her mistress. And so let us lift our eyes to the Lord even now. Turn our attention to Him. Ask that He would do His merciful work in the lives of those around us for their healing, for their salvation, and in our lives that God would redirect our steps and help us in the face of persecution or judgment and would give us eyes to see His kingdom come around us. We pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen.